Turmeric, which contains curcumin, has been used for centuries as a spice for traditional medicine. More recently, we've seen an increase in sales of curcumin as a health supplement, and many studies do support some antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties, but it's difficult to sort out whether curcumin is worth the money spent. I'm Dr. Ken Flagel, Senior Editor for the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Today, I'm speaking with one of the authors of a research study looking at the effect of curcumin on the inflammatory response after abdominal aortic aneurysm repair. Dr. Amit Garg is a nephrologist and professor of medicine, epidemiology, and biostatistics at Western University. I've reached him in London, Ontario. Dr. Garg, welcome. Thank you, Dr. Flagel. Before we start talking about your study, could you please tell us a bit about yourself and the group you brought together and, and what your interest was in? For sure. Thank you. So I'm a kidney specialist at the London Health Sciences Center. And uh, whenever we're, I'm on service, we often see people have complications from surgery, particularly um, abdominal aortic aneurysm surgery. So what that is, is there's um, a large vessel, the aorta, that connects and provides blood supply to the lower part of your body. And that aorta can become ballooned. And if it gets ballooned large enough, the risk of it rupturing spontaneously uh, can be too great. So surgeons will often go in and fix it. Uh, the kidney vessels are near that aneurysm. And so when someone has a surgery, they can have complications from that surgery and the kidneys particularly can be affected. Uh, we can do the surgery in two ways. One, it can be an open repair where um, sometimes the portion of the aorta is clamped and the kidneys are not getting blood supply for a period of time. Or it can be done through um, a way where we go through the groin and uh, use contrast and do an endovascular repair. And that contrast can also be damaging to the kidneys. So I've been involved in the care of patients who've developed kidney injury after abdominal aortic aneurysm repair. And sometimes that kidney injury is severe enough that uh, we need to initiate a treatment called dialysis. And I became intrigued about uh, whether we could use curcumin as a method of improving the safety of abdominal aneurysm repair and potentially reducing the risk of complications from this procedure. Could you distinguish for us between turmeric and curcumin at the outset here? Yeah, sure. So then um, within um, turmeric, there are a number of substances, but the active medicinal substance within um, turmeric is something called curcumin. And it represents about 5% of uh, weight of the turmeric. And it's been shown to be the component of turmeric that has medicinal properties. There are many herbs and spices out there. I'm wondering if you had a personal interest in turmeric. As you mentioned, turmeric has been around for thousands of years. I was born in Canada, but um, my parents have an Indian background. In uh, East Indian culture, turmeric has been used for many things. It's been recognized to have some antiseptic and anti-inflammatory properties. You can even buy, for example, Band-Aids that are lined with turmeric in India. Uh, a lot of Indian parents, particularly mothers, will give their children turmeric mixed in with warm milk uh, whenever they have a cold or other ailments. 
I remember when I got married, I got slathered in turmeric. It's felt to be seen as something that's cleansing for grooms and uh, brides. And so it's been used for millennia. It's been used for Indian ceremonies. It's used as a fabric dye. It has a certain quality. And and we've seen it in the um, natural health product sector being used for things like relieving joint inflammation. Uh, it's been used by one Japanese company in a gummy bear formulation to cure hangovers. So it's been used for many things. And so you start becoming quite interested. I, I personally and my, some of my colleagues also also um, have Indian roots, became quite interested in in studying whether curcumin really does have any effects and what are they. So given that background, what is the claim about curcumin as it relates to aneurysm and what is the evidence in favor of that claim? Well, there are now multiple, over 20 animal studies that suggest curcumin given to, again, animals, can reduce the risk of ischemic reperfusion injury. That means an injury where you're not getting blood supply to an organ like the kidney for a while. And then later it does receive its blood supply, and that is believed to cause further injury. And also contrast uh, another nephrotoxin injury to the kidneys. And it's been uh, there's now a number of studies that have shown that. And in fact, there is a randomized controlled trial uh, that was done out of Thailand in humans, where they compared curcumin versus placebo, and they showed that the curcumin uh, reduced the risk of post-operative uh, myocardial infarction, so that's damage to the heart, as well as altered um, your plasma concentrations of inflammation, oxidation, and injury. And uh, in the human setting, abdominal aortic aneurysm repair is a a setting where all those things are occurring in terms of injury. You're getting ischemic reperfusion injury and or contrast injury. And that's why we became very intrigued with whether curcumin could be beneficial in uh, in that setting based on the prior evidence. So before I ask you to summarize exactly how you approached the, this study, you used a randomized trial, I have to ask on, on behalf of our listeners who probably know what turmeric looks like when you drip it on your best shirt, uh, or when you taste it and smell it in, in a lovely Indian dish, how on earth did you blind the people getting placebo and the people getting turmeric from such a brightly colored and um, odorific herb? Yeah. So, so as mentioned, turmeric is um, from the ginger family. And as you mentioned, it has, we're used to seeing it in things like butter chicken and other curry dishes. But also, it has been used traditionally as a fabric dye and it dyes natural and synthetic materials. And so there are two considerations around the placebo. One is the visualization, and two is um, whether there could be any smell. Smell was not a concern. But in terms of visualization, you actually raise a very good point. And, and in truth, when we uh, had this curcumin created for the purposes of this trial, we had to make sure there was a very uh, pure sample and met Health Canada standards. We encapsulated the curcumin in a white uh, encapsulation material. And then uh, the, when we got the placebo and the curcumin, all the white capsules had turned yellow and the other ones had stayed white. So we had to go back and re-encapsulate them in a material that you could not see through, uh, which was a lesson learned for me through this process. In terms of the way we gave curcumin as a part of this trial, uh, sometimes after surgery, people cannot 
uh, take pills by mouth, and we sometimes put them through something called a, a nasogastric tube. And we deliberately said you don't open up the capsule, so you would have no sense whether there was turmeric, uh, sorry, curcumin in there or or placebo, um, as a part of the of the trial uh, schedule for giving the pills. Most of the pills were given before or soon after, and um, there was a large amount given, but uh, there wasn't any. We deliberately didn't want people to open up the capsules. Okay, so can you briefly summarize how you designed the trial and how you conducted it? So this was a uh, a randomized 10-center trial uh, funded by the Canadian Institute of Health Research. And what we did is we randomly allocated 600 patients across the 10 centers to receive curcumin versus placebo. Uh, They received the pills for two days prior, uh, the day of procedure and the day after procedure. And we compared the two groups on whether one group versus the other had a difference in markers of inflammation injury and whether there was a difference in the perioperative rate of complications. And can you just uh, tell us, for orientation's sake, how much active uh, curcumin was a patient taking, say, compared to what you might get in your favorite Indian meal? Uh, So the dose of curcumin we're using in this study was 8 times 2,000 milligram capsules over a four-day period, or placebo. And that amount of curcumin is substantially more than is present in in an East Indian diet or that would be present in a curry dish, for example. Um, We encourage patients in both arms not to take curcumin supplements. And what did you find? So what we found was that neither curcumin nor placebo significantly altered any of our four biomarkers of injury and inflammation. And we found that there was no beneficial effects of curcumin on the rate of perioperative complications or the length of hospital stay. And potentially saw a signal of a higher risk of kidney injury with curcumin versus placebo based on some analyses. Can you tell us what those risks were? Well, this was a secondary analysis and so should be interpreted cautiously. But we found uh, with curcumin, 17% had evidence of some injury of the kidney after the procedure compared to 10% with the placebo group. We don't have a good biological reason to explain why that occurred, uh, but it's something we noted and uh, suggest that that should be considered in future studies. Did that bad effect on the kidneys last for any uh, particular length of time? No, by 90 days, it seemed like there was no lasting effects, but our, we were going into this trial thinking that curcumin would be beneficial. And so seeing the totality results, we think at least in this setting with the formulation we give, there's no indication that we should test it any further. And then the results would suggest that it's not beneficial in this setting. Right. So you expose the patients to a a rather substantial amount of turmeric to be sure to detect any possible benefit, and you fail to find any. Um, Is it possible that there's some doubt in this answer? Can you characterize any residual doubt there might be? Well, whenever you see a negative result, you might ask, was the trial conducted methodologically in a sound way? And I think from that perspective, our trial is providing unbiased estimates of the effects of the intervention that we tested. Some might wonder whether the formulation we used, uh, whether that accounts for 
why we didn't see an effect, because our findings are discordant from the prior single-center trial, in which in the cardiac surgery model, they found that curcumin compared to placebo improved um, biomarkers of injury and inflammation. In, in our trial, we enrolled five times the number of patients across 10 centers compared to that trial, which was a single-center uh, study. In both trials, we used a total daily dose of four grams of curcumin, uh, but they gave their curcumin over a period of eight days, where we had it over a period of four days. And there were some slight differences in the curcumin preparation. And so we can't say for sure whether those differences accounted for the discordant findings being the trials. Uh, but at least on our results, we feel that this preventative treatment is not warranted in this setting. And would it be fair to say that you and I uh, can still do dinner at our favorite Indian restaurant without having to worry about the health effects of exposure to turmeric? Uh, of course, I would definitely uh, strongly encourage uh, <laughs> doing that. But I do think in terms of now as a natural health supplement, uh, in truth, we did this trial because we were very open-minded. Sometimes I find there's a concern uh, or perception in the public that physicians are not interested in natural health products and only are interested in prescribed medications. But I don't think that's true at all. What I think many of us are saying is that we want high standards, qualities of evidence around what we endorse and support for our patients to take and use. And uh, many natural health products have not been subject to rigorous testing. And so we shouldn't claim that they have strong benefits until we can empirically show that in rigorously cl conducted clinical trials. And uh, I think our results are also encouraging that curcumin, despite its large amount of sales as a natural health product, warrants uh, extensive testing to demonstrate it has health benefits before people espouse its benefits. Are you aware of any other um, purported health benefits for curcumin, such as for cancer or Alzheimer's or arthritis? Yes, yeah, so then curcumin has been used for all those things, and there's a literature, some literature to suggest that it's beneficial in all those areas. But when you look at now our, our standard for describing the effectiveness of a therapy uh, and that meets the highest standards of evidence, that's where it's falling down a bit because this is, to our knowledge, the largest randomized control trial of curcumin ever done. And uh, when you look at the rigorous clinical trials that have been done, that's where you're not seeing curcumin has had as much of a benefit as people thought or no benefit. So that's kind of dealing with curcumin, but and you've, you've already answered the question as to why the study should be done, and that is to test the hypothesis whether or not there's a benefit. But natural health products are often marketed because they're said to be effective, but also because they're said to be natural and not harmful. Do you have any comments about that side of a product claim? Yeah, so certainly many of our modern medicines come from uh, plants and original natural health products. So there definitely are potential benefits to these things. Uh, but also many of us in practice have seen harms associated with natural health products. Uh, certain drugs can have uh, interactions with natural health products. For example, St. John's wort is an example of that. Um, and so they aren't as benign as people think, 
there's a cost to purchasing these drugs, and if that precludes using resources for other health-related activities, that also could have a consideration. And so uh, I don't think it's safe for us to assume that all natural health products are safe and that they really need to, do need to be tested to confirm their safety and also to confirm their benefits so that people can make a truly informed decision about whether to use them or not. Have you any other concluding comments? Well, this trial was made possible through the efforts of a number of dedicated people across 10 centers, uh, many nurses, many research coordinators, and finally, many patients who agreed to take curcumin versus placebo. So we are extremely grateful for everyone who came together to answer this question, and we hope the results will be of broad interest. Thank you, Dr. Garg. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for your interest. I've been speaking with Dr. Amit Garg, a nephrologist and professor of medicine, epidemiology, and biostatistics at Western University in London, Ontario. To read the research article he co-authored, visit cmaj.ca. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, we encourage you to subscribe to CMAJ Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite app. While you're there, you can browse and listen to our many past episodes, and please leave us a rating. I'm Dr. Ken Flagel, Senior Editor for CMAJ. Thank you for listening.